This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. It's Friday, October 1st. Back in 2012, Congress directed the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, to create a special Do Not Call registry to protect 911 call centers from robocalls. The system was never implemented in part due to security concerns that came up when the FCC and Federal Trade Commission, FTC, started looking into the feasibility of the idea. Specifically, there was a worry that a bad actor could use the registry to flood a call center with automated calls and thereby prevent them from helping people in need. Fast forward to the present, and the FCC says it has a better idea on how to accomplish the goal assigned to it by Congress. On Thursday, the agency proposed new rules that would require telephone companies to block robocalls made to those facilities. As acting FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel points out, the advantage of this approach is that it would limit access to the Do Not Call registry to a select group of verified telephone companies and carriers. And by limiting access to that list, the the FCC and FTC can put in place better safeguards to protect it. With today's decision, the FCC isn't ready yet to implement that system, but what it does plan to do is collect feedback before moving forward. We believe this is a promising approach, but we want to get this right, Rosenworcel said. And first announced back in January at Samsung's Galaxy S21 event, Hyundai revealed on Thursday that its upcoming GV60 crossover will be the first to work with the phone maker's newfangled digital key, at least for GV60 owners living in Korea. The digital key utilizes NFC and ultra-wideband UWB technologies to grant drivers passive access to their vehicles. That is, so long as your Galaxy phone is in your possession, the vehicle will open automatically as you approach. The key can also be shared with family and friends, according to a Thursday media release from Hyundai, though they'll need to own a Galaxy S21 Plus or Ultra, Note 20 Ultra, or a Z Fold 2 or 3 for it to work. The system is designed to run on Android 12 and later, assuming your phone has a UWB chip, though it will also operate via NFC if you don't. Hyundai touts Samsung's embedded secure element, ESE, in terms of data protection and notes that the UWB-based transmission system is highly resistant to interception, cloning, or jamming. Whether that security scheme will stand up to a mugger bonking you on the head, then taking your phone and your car remains to be seen. The digital key feature is expected to launch in Korea by the end of this year. Google announced back in May that it planned to begin offering its own digital key system, separate from what Samsung has developed, on select Pixel and Galaxy phones with UWB capabilities. We've now seen UWB in the Galaxy. Does that mean the Pixel 6 could offer it as well? If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday.
Unspoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.